0: Welcome to another episode of A Beer with Atlas. I'm Rich. I'm Brian.
1: I'm Kristen.
0: And Kristen has joined us this week because she brought us the beers. I did. I'm I'm excited. You've never been, Brian, you've never been to this brewery. Not to this brewery, no. No. So this week we're going we're doing two different beers. We're taking a break from our holiday beers. And we're gonna do uh, two beers from Crow Peak Brewing in Spearfish, South Dakota. That's right. Spearfish, South Dakota. So yes. Give me an idea of where spearfish is in regards to like other places in South Dakota. Okay, well, I
1: live in Rapid City, South Dakota, mm-hmm. which is kind of the largest, it's kind of a centralized location in the Black Hills. and spearfish is about an hour away um, mm-hmm. up by not too far from from like Deadwood Leed. people are kind of familiar with those areas. Mm-hmm. So um, beautiful area up there. Yeah, about an hour away.
0: About an hour away. Mm-hmm. Okay. How far from uh, the Grand Canyon? Not Grand Canyon. Grand Canyon. How far from the Grand Canyon? <laughs> pretty far. far which, very yeah, far. Pretty far yeah. So you would think I would have already started drinking. <laughs> uh, from the Big Heads, from Mount Rushmore.
1: Oh, gosh. Um, if you take a roundabout way, it's probably, I don't know, about 30 minutes or so.
0: And that's a roundabout Thirty, thirty.
1: 30, 30. Yeah, because it's they all surround kind of Rapid City. Mm. Um, so you're... Yeah, about 30, 40 minutes.
0: Okay. So the two beers that we're going to try this week are two that uh, are not my favorite. Mm. Uh, Style-wise. Style-wise. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but we're going to try them anyway. Uh, the first one, which one do you want to do first, Brian?
2: I think we should do the cream ale first. Let the porter yeah, we can uh, let that warm, warm up, up a little,
0: a little bit. bit yeah. Okay, so the first one is called Canyon Cream Ale, uh, alcohol by volume 5%, brewed with local honey
2: hmm No. Oh, all right. Probably named after the spearfish canyon, right?
1: I would assume so. Boom. <laughs> one
2: for one. Ooh. I did some spearfish fact digging on the uh okay. let's see what on you the know. back end here, so we'll I'll say it and if it's true, we'll you know. We'll find out. Yeah, exactly. Alright. So
0: it's definitely a lighter color. Definitely. Very light. I
2: didn't know what to expect. Almost looks it. like champagne, all those bubbles. A little bit. You could have... Uh, kept mine small that's all right no okay no. <laughs> yeah. no, I, i'm, I'm excited to this either. one because i've really like i was kind of telling you yesterday rich this is a style i've almost always stayed away from because i associated it with like sweet like okay. cream soda um so in my mind that's what i thought i was having until i found out that spotted cow was technically a cream ale and then i was like "Whoa! well <sighs> you, i like that so you told me that yesterday and i just have a hard time believing that i mean it's on the internet so it's got to be true it's got to be true so okay, let's give this one a
0: shot: Canyon Cream Ale from Crow Peak Brewing, Spearfish, South Dakota. Mm.
2: It does have some sweetness. Rich is going to say, "You know what? That's not bad." You
0: know what? That's not bad.
2: That's just, that's his tagline. We should get t-shirts <laughs> it's, with that.
1: It's not sweet though, like you would assume it's not with not, the color, right? Yeah.
0: Do I really say that a lot? Yeah, huh? almost every beer. Okay. Look at Dolan shaking his head. Dolan, <laughs> you want to finish this off here, or is that?
2: Yeah, probably. It smells good. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it definitely. I like the bubbles. It's very. It's the most clear beer we've done on this whole series of the show.
0: Absolutely. There's For no. Sure. There's
2: no floaties in this at all. Mm-mm. No, that's good. Uh huh. In this style. So
0: okay, so let's let's talk about let's talk about the brewery first, because okay. Kristen, you've been there a I few have. times. Yep. Let's talk about the brewery first, and then I'm interested to hear. Brian, what you have to say about what, what you know, some okay. knowledge on cream ale. Yeah, so. sounds good. So tell us about the brewery.
1: So uh, Spearfish, first of all, is just this beautiful college town. Um, it's just kind of a, an eclectic place. Um, my husband actually graduated from college there at Black Hill State. Mm-hmm. And What's the uh, That's a real college. <laughs> I don't know what the mascot is. The
0: Fighting Bisons? <laughs> that's North Dakota. Maybe. maybe. Oh, okay. No, okay, we have we
1: have lots of buffalo in Very South cool. Dakota. Yep. Right. Custer State Park. Oh, um, beautiful yes, State Park, by the way. What was is, the name of the college beautiful. again? I'm going to look it up. Black Hill State. Black. Hill. Yep. Okay, go ahead. So, a beautiful, beautiful town. Um, and very scenic. Um, you're at a higher elevation out there in that western South Dakota area, especially out there in the upper hills, uh, in the northern hills. And the brewery itself, um, now they sell their, their beer um, regionally. So, you can get it... Anywhere in Rapid City or the surrounding areas, and I think you can get it as far southeast as Sioux Falls. Um, I think they quit selling it in Nebraska, but um, the the brewery itself is like a two story kind of lodge looking, mm. you know, structure, um, which is you know kind of typical for for that area, and it's it's just kind of a, a very laid back, very very laid back vibe, which is. Which is actually um, characteristic of all the breweries and wineries in, in that part of the area. It's just, it's kind of a, um, you know, there's a lot of skiing, snowboarding, that kind of, you know, we're kind of like mm-hmm. a, a miniature Denver. And oh. so there's kind of that vibe that, that kind of why permeates. Is it, the why area. isn't
0: Chris Madrigal in here with us? Then for the
1: you know, he's talking about coming out in he's, February. Sure. He wants to do some boarding. Yeah.
0: Black Hills State. Yellow Jackets. Oh yes, you know I knew
1: that. Oh, cool. The
2: Yellow Jackets. Home of the that. Fighting Yellow Jackets. Yeah. So Rich is going to want to know what's the food sitch at this brewery. Exactly. Can you mm-hmm. eat there? Yep.
1: Um, I have never eaten food there. Um.
2: But they have food.
1: I don't know if they do. Hmm. I I've mm. never eaten food there.
0: I didn't see anything on their website when I did my research as to food, but their website no. was pretty limited. Okay. So.
1: Yeah, they're very. It's it's a simplistic i think kind of vibe um you know their brewery itself is is really cool very rustic but extremely just simple it's all about the beer
2: so what i heard was between them and fernson brewing in south dakota they've like flip flop back and forth between who's the biggest brewery oh so yeah. i heard these guys yeah. are going to be now the biggest brewery again because they're doing some sort of expansion or they're working on uh, making more beer so as of the summer that's what i heard it was fernson was first but now these guys will be uh, the biggest brewery in South Dakota. Interesting. Yeah. So very possible. Crow Peak was just named by Thrillist magazine the best
0: microbrew in South Dakota.
2: Oh, and that's the one that had cross train. That's the one that had cross train for for Nebraska mm-hmm. and uh,
0: my friends down at uh, Free State in Lawrence for Kansas. That's and I can't argue with that. Three I have not right, had right in a row. Right. Nice. Free State is a great. That was my first introduction to craft beer, and like, oh boy, ninety one maybe like I was just I was shocked when we walked in I just thought it was another bar and they had the big copper kettles right up front and that's cool yeah it's really cool so anyway so I wouldn't I would not have I would not have ordered a cream ale Mm -hmm. yeah like if we had gone to the to the brewery I would not have ordered this but I will I will now yeah different like light even Mm -hmm. at even at Mm five percent it's light
2: yeah oh there's no like hop flavor to it which Mm. is okay yeah, what is, the, uh, what is the IBUs on this? I do taste the honey, though. Uh, yeah, I, too. yeah. Mm-hmm. I think, But the it's IBUs not overpowering. This, they're probably like around 20 or so rich would be my guess. Would you guess? Yeah. All right. So tell me
0: about cream ales. What What'd you do on so this one? So
2: what I found out mostly about this um, is it's a style that's really home in the northern and the northeastern parts of the United States, mostly because of temperature. Because it's brewed, but then it's stored in a colder environment. So once it's done... Um, it's put in the cold and so like 100 years ago 150 years ago when people were making these Mm -hmm. they could like literally dig a hole in the snow and put it out there Mm -hmm. like that sort of stuff to store it so Hmm. usually you're going to find these in that section of the united states northeast and then in the central like where we're at but you're not going to find them in like georgia or texas is not brewing this style of beer okay um these are what's called a present use beer which means it ain't supposed to sit around. You're not supposed to store this and, and mm-hmm. keep it for two years and okay. see what happens. You want to get this and drink it like as soon as possible. It doesn't age. Yeah, it's, it probably doesn't age and it's not supposed to. Ah, so okay. kind of like your IPAs, mm-hmm. um, certain kinds of like pastry stouts you don't want to let sit around because the flavors will just kind of melt away over time. This is another one of those styles of beer. It's basically like brewing a Kolsch. Okay. The only thing that's different is they add in usually some... Either corn, probably around here, um, or rice. And that's really the main difference between a Kolsch and a cream ale, just okay. to give it a little more sugar. <laughs> and then with this one, it has the added honey. Um, the first one that I could find in, back in the United States, and you you might have seen this one. I don't think it comes here, but if you've traveled anywhere northeast, uh, you'll see Genesee Kremale. Mm-hmm. It's like mm-hmm. a green bottle, white label. And then they make some... Um, like in Wisconsin, spot cow. We talked about that. Mm-hmm. And if you go by the definitions, they said that old style and your favorite, Natty Ice. Oh, gosh. Olympia <laughs> and Rainier, those are all considered to be cream ales just for the, the really? style that they are. Wait
0: a minute. Wait. Old style?
2: Yeah. Like the, the official beer of the Chicago Cubs, Cubs yeah. old style. Yeah, that one. Yeah. What? So wow. you've been drinking cream ales. I guess. I just haven't been calling them that. Weird. Again, I would have just called that a lager. And that's basically what it is. I mean, it's, it's stored the same way as a lager, mm-hmm. so it's very similar to that. And the only, only difference is the little bit of added corn or rice or mm-hmm. whatever. So for you lager fans out there, this isn't a leap. No, if that's what you drink, like if you're a Budweiser person and you roll into this brewery, then you could drink this and you'll feel just, just fine at yep. home.
0: Yeah. It's almost a Coors Light kind of... Well, it's almost Coors, like Coors Heavy, like the stubby bottle... Kind of, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe. I would say
2: something like that. Okay. And then the last thing I had about this was, um, let's see, Genesee was made 1960. And then the first one that I could find record of in the United States was something called Kruger's Cream Ale, 1935. And it was by the Gottfried Brewery in Richmond, Virginia. Hmm. It was the first canned beer in America. It was a cream ale in 1935. Really? Yeah. All right. I would think it'd be something like PBR or something. That'd be the first <laughs> canned. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I should next time I'll look up like the, the history of canned beer. Like canned beer. Yeah, pop top. You know the. If we ever do PBR, when PBR finally dies, when Coors lets it die, yeah. then we need to do PBR on one of these. Just well, we need to go buy like thirty cases of it just to have it, and then we'll we can do it. You want? Do you like PBR? I've never had it. Oh my goodness! I know. Wow! I right? Really? Dolan, you can't go to a rock show without a PBR, right? <laughs> they won't let you in. You got to bring your own. Sometimes, even. Yeah. No, I've never had a PBR ever. Mm. No. No. I like it. I'll drink it. I yeah. 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 I don't mind it at all. Okay. Mm-mm. And hams, I don't. I've had hams. I don't. I don't, hams I don't like good. ham. Schmitz, I've had hams. that before.
0: I, yeah, but never a PBR.
2: All right, we'll work on
0: that. Okay. All right. So, uh, Kristen, I think you, uh, you you changed my mind on this one. I was. Yay. I was not looking forward to this at all, and now I, uh, I,
1: I like it. You kind of enjoyed it. I do.
0: I do. Uh, it's you easy to I, drink. You notice I drank Dolan's portion. I just. I, Whoops! Uh, there, so Dolan, you want to try it? Apologize, Dolan. So
1: all right,
0: all right, there we go. Finished it off. Okay, next one. Oh boy, pile of dirt porter. Mm-hmm. As if I didn't want to drink a porter <laughs> enough, <laughs> the they gave it up. the name pile of dirt. Yeah,
1: and it's like pile. Oh.
0: Dirt. Pile O' dirt. Yeah. Do you have any background on the name whatsoever?
1: I don't. I think, you know, they just kind of, um, like with the Canyon Cream Ale, like Steerfish Canyon.
2: Holy smokes. Look at that.
0: Oh, look how dark that is.
2: Oh, man.
0: It's beautiful. Uh, I don't, look, it's all over, it got all over my hands. Oh, my gosh. What's happening
2: here? Good thing this is radio. Good thing. Do we have a towel? That's That's your uh, counterweight. That's your counterweight. Don't take that down. You're, uh, We'll get the cleanup we're crew in here later. Yeah,
0: yeah, I'm making a mess. Uh, okay, give me
2: some background. On, what did you do on Porter's here? So here's what I got for Porter. It's supposed to be earthy, right? Oh, that's no. one of the main characteristics. So that's probably, maybe Hence that could name. be the name. That's the dirt name. It'll have a chocolatey espresso flavor and color. I mean, that's what we're doing. So that's, that's what it looks like. Uh, these were really popular in the 1700s. This was George Washington's favorite style of beer. Porter's? Yeah, Porter's. Um, They were named after basically the people that would carry goods around London. So like your UPS driver from the 1700s, he was called a porter. Wow. And they would work pretty hard all day long. And when they would get done with work, this was the beer that they liked. Okay. So that's where the term porter comes from. Again, weird. I would want something lighter probably
0: after I get done working.
2: you know, that was 250 years, three years, 100 years ago or something. So, I guess it's a little different, I guess. They didn't have Keystone Light. They back didn't in have the day. IPAs. Or <laughs> no. They weren't making pale ales yet. But nope. I, I did read that uh, it was so popular. The biggest batch is in London. This was cool. I wish I could have found a picture of this. But the barrel that they used to store it in was so big that before they set it up to put the liquid in, they had it laying on its side, and 200 people ate Lunch in it, like it set up tables and stuff, and two hundred people wow. could fit in the barrel. What? That's how much beer this style of beer they were making. And then this is what eventually turned into those, you know, imperial stouts that we talked about, Russian yep. stouts, mm-hmm. and they just got them, they brewed them a little stronger, add a little more extra stuff. But this is like the base of the stouts. Interesting. Okay. So, oh boy, it Let's smells.
0: It, huh? it smells. Oh boy. Okay. Are you nervous? Kind of. It'll be all right. Hmm.
2: that tastes like a porter
0: so give me some flavor characteristics between porters and stouts then like what what am i looking
2: for i mean this i mean it says earthy and that's what it tastes like to me yes um it tastes dry if that makes sense it does um let's get another one it smells like dirt no offense no offense well, that's fence. what it's called <laughs> but right? That's why it's, it's what it's called right uh, that's yeah. just that style that's that's the roasted malts that you're smelling mm-hmm. and seeing that's why that color is, is what it is
1: mm. it kind of has a sweet finish though
2: it does that maybe what, saves
0: it for me a little which bit. which i like about it yeah uh-huh. yeah
2: it says you're supposed to pair it or you can pair it with um any sort of barbecue Mm. Goes good with like sweet barbecue sauce mm-hmm. or anything like that. Um, nice. Asiago cheese and mm. vanilla ice cream. So they they suggest like a vanilla uh, root beer float, but with porter it's supposed yep. to be pretty good. That now Seitner would tell us that there is one. Gosh, I can't remember where it
0: was. They are making root beer floats, vanilla like floats with the, whatever porter. Hmm. Somewhere in the Northeast, I can't remember where. That it
2: sounds was. all right. I would I would try that for sure. Hmm. The first post-prohibition beer was Anchor Brewing, and that was a porter. It was a porter. In San Francisco. Well, you got to go hard after Prohibition, right? Yeah, because I mean, no one drank during Prohibition, no. so they had to have they had did. a good time on that first Didn't day. Didn't happen at all. <laughs> yep. If you, heard, if
0: you listened to last week's episode, we oh, talked yeah, about we that a little that bit, that was, right? That's, yeah, not true. Yeah. Wink, wink.
2: We brewed. Definitely in Texas they were doing that. Yes. Well, it's Texas. They do whatever they want there anyway. Outlaws. I love it. So let me hit you with the spearfish knowledge that I've got, mm. and we'll see if we can. Uh, we'll stump the local. Oh, some of this oh was gosh. really cool. I thought some of this was really neat, and I've been there, uh, and it is totally beautiful. Like yeah. if you've not been there, mm-hmm. go to Spearfish. Mm-hmm. So like the waterfall what's, what's the name of that? Just Spearfish Canyon Waterfall. Or something? Oh
1: yeah, just the Spearfish Canyon. In the fall is when a lot of Gorgeous. people go there to see the foliage.
2: Yeah. Mm. Um. Let's see here. Uh. Oh yeah. First thing I want this was crazy. I had to write the numbers down because it makes I don't understand the science behind this and maybe Dolan can tell me later with his mm, physics that maybe. he was talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. The world record for the biggest temperature change ever okay. happened there.
1: In spearfish? Yeah.
2: January twenty second, nineteen forty three. Okay. Seven thirty AM. This is in Mountain Standard Time, Dolan. Negative four degrees. <laughs> Negative four, right? At seven thirty-two, two minutes later. 45 degrees Fahrenheit what went up well, how many how many is that don't want to gotta count let's see here calculate yeah, that's four, mm-hmm. it's 49 degrees by nine o'clock it was 54 at 927 the winds changed directions again so 27 minutes later it was back to negative four degrees and it was the change was so huge that it just blew out store windows and house windows and mm-hmm. windshields. Everything just like shattered in the town. That's so cold. That sounds like aliens. I don't know, man, but that's the documented biggest temperature change. So that, I thought that was crazy. That sounds like that sounds like aliens visited. Uh, <laughs> speaking of visiting aliens, not quite aliens, but there's this thing called the Ezra Kine Party. Okay. So what that was was um, when the gold rush was happening in the Black Hills. Mm-hmm. These people allegedly found this. Um, Not an anecdote, but just like the story of this mining party that went here to find gold. And they found a lot of gold, allegedly. And they carved it into the sandstone. And they are basically saying, like, we have all this gold. um, But there's Native Americans after us, and we can't get away. And uh, this is our story account of whatever. So it was like carved in this big rock sandstone thing. And it was called the Ezra Kind Party. Okay. So nobody knows if it was real or not. But people kind of feel like it probably wasn't cuz it they was disappeared take the time. like they, yeah. just, they disappeared yeah. or whatever. They... So it was either a 1830s prank or mm. something happened, we don't know, but Have you heard of this? No, I haven't. Really?
1: That This is new to me.
2: So that was cool. Um the other thing, I had one other thing that I thought was kind of interesting. Um let's see. Oh, the gold rush was just 1876. So that's what brought a lot of people there. Mm-hmm. So before the I don't know if it was before the California Gold Rush, or around that same time, um, but there was one big, like, strike, and that three different groups mm. owned the rights to it, and that's really what brought people, yep, to spearfish.
0: Hmm.
2: Interesting. So that's what I got.
0: I. All right that that temperature thing's crazy. Right. That's Did they crazy. have a name
1: for it? Did they call it like sometimes when because the in the northern and northern hills, especially there's if it gets to be like a higher temperature than like in Rapid City, which is a lower elevation, which is unusual because mm. usually higher elevation, mm-hmm. lower temperature and they call that an inversion. So mm. it's it's rare, but sometimes it will be like 60 degrees in the in the northern hills and like. You know, thirty or forty degrees it could be
2: in Rapid City. They attributed this to Chinook winds, is what happened. So, the, coming out of Canada, I assume, mm-hmm. changed directions, and in two minutes, it changed almost wow. fifty degrees. Wow. Hmm. Any um,
0: Chinook? Any any uh, any side, Bigfoot sightings up in, in South Dakota? Do you get that at all? No. Yeti, Bigfoot,
2: skunk, no. ape,
0: anything like that? No. No. Up in the mountains. Mm, I wish. Not Every bad, mountain see. area has some sort of
2: like Yeti Bigfoot. Creature thing. Yeah. Yeah. Story or something. We like.
1: see a lot of bighorn sheep.
2: Okay. okay. That's close. Yeah. yeah. Stack three or goats. four of them on each other. Yep. You might yeah. see it's a bigfoot. Yep.
1: My friend who was going on a hike just the other day ran into a bighorn sheep and, you know, was a little nervous because those can, they can charge. Oh, yeah. 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 Luckily, she stopped and the bighorn sheep Ran the other
0: way. Bears? Do you have any bears?
1: So that's interesting. Um, we didn't for a long time, and um, there have been several bear sightings within the last five years. Uh, black bear.
2: Interesting. Where In are the they black coming Hills.
1: from? Well, I assume they're coming from Montana.
2: Yeah. Hmm. But that's not. That's scary. That bears just show up. They show up. Like <laughs> you're not like, expecting. Oh, them. Yeah. We didn't have them Whoa. five years. Now we got bears. Yep. That's like the mountain lions around yeah. here. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Mm. Yeah.
0: I got to tell you, I'm going to, you know, what's coming here. It's growing on you. I don't mind it.
2: Yeah. (laughs) So I kind of like it. I think these are pretty, these are pretty good. Uh, As far as a a style goes, porters are, are really gateways to stouts for me. Hmm. So this is an area that I've I've never orders a porter, like ever, ever. Yep. But this one's pretty good. I mean, it, it tastes like a great example of what the style is supposed to be.
0: Again, uh, 6% Six percent volume by alcohol, or six percent alcohol by volume.
2: A little bit stronger. That's A little bit good. stronger.
0: Uh, peace, love, funk. It's like Chris Madrigal's. Uh,
2: yeah, he would like that. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's that's his it's kind of. That's I it. like
2: their logo and their their can designs are are cool. You, when you see them on yeah. the shelf, at least when you used to hear, mm-hmm. you knew it was theirs right away. Yep. What was the other? Fernstein, as you said, is that the Fernson other one? That's another. Fernsden. Yeah, Fernson. 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 And
0: I think we can still get that here. That one we can get. Yeah. Yep. Of course i haven't really spent a whole lot of time with that one so
2: they make a, i've had they have a new england style ipa that they just put out it's mm-hmm. pretty good and they have like a sour and a can that's oh. pretty good and yep um they make a pretty wide array that we get here i'm sure there's more up there that we don't but awesome right here it's pretty good
0: so just real quick on the brewery itself um if you happen to find yourself in in spearfish uh breweries open monday through thursday noon to 10 friday and saturday noon to midnight and Sunday, 11 to 9, um, like you said, just located right outside of Deadwood and uh, Sturgis, right in between, kind of, ish.
1: Yeah. Yep.
0: right around in there. Um, and as far as I can tell, they have around 12 different beers on tap right now, including the one you couldn't bring to me that I was really excited <laughs> oh, for. what's that? The Frankie McDonald Lager. I think it was the yeah, Frankie was McDonald a Lager. L- Frankie McDonald, the, the uh, uh, weather guy, mm. that guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yep. yeah. I love that guy. I think that guy, you know weather's coming if Frankie McDonald's talking about it.
2: He's got an alert for Nebraska. It's going to be bad. Yes. Yep.
0: Yeah. And so they brewed a Frankie McDonald lager, I believe. So
1: I think that's pretty cool. I
0: think it's really cool. If you find that, please.
1: I don't know. Yeah, I don't think they're like mass producing it. I think it's just within the brewery itself. Probably after just a, a seasonal. Yeah. Get up there,
0: Rich. Man. get you a little crawler of it. Only someday could I aspire to having a beer named after me. Then you know you've made it.
2: Oh, for sure.
1: Where is he from? Where did... uh,
0: I want to say Nova Scotia? Nova Scotia. Yeah, that's right. There. Is that right? Yeah, that's right, yes. Yeah.
2: I think you're, yeah, I'm pretty sure. I think that's
0: right. that's right. So, If you haven't looked look up Frankie McDonald, he is very entertaining. Very, very entertaining.
1: Yeah, and he has his own bobblehead and action figure. What? Yes.
0: Oh. I'll buy weird. you one for Christmas. Yeah. eBay. <laughs> all right, That's the end of this episode. I'm going to go to eBay and find that. Uh, <laughs> Get all the Frankie <laughs> merch you can find. All the Frankie merch I can find, so... Thanks for these beers. Yeah. Thank you so much for... you welcome. Uh, ...for bringing these to us and being on the show with us today. So absolutely. My how, pleasure. Again, how far do you live from Spearfish?
1: Oh, it's probably 45 minutes to an hour. Okay. Not far.
0: So, if you're there, mm-hmm. and if you want someone to give you a guided tour, hmm. yeah? Myself? Yes.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Right? Yeah. I, I have several nurses working uh, at Rapid City Regional... Um, and a lot of the nurses there explore and go outside of rapid city and and explore the hills. And that's what it's all about. Um, there's a lot of breweries and wineries all throughout the region and just the scenery itself is, is, is worth, you know, getting in your car and taking off. So, um, that's the fun part about it. So I've been able to, to, to connect with nurses that way and it's a, it's a blast. So fun.
2: That's I, a great that's a great place to visit. It, oh, man. I, so See? I,
1: Brian knows.
2: I, so I've been there. I've yeah, been there right?
0: a few times. Uh, went to Bear Country USA. Yep.
1: Right? Oh, you asked about bears. There's bears there. There's bears there, but yeah. they're
0: in like cages and stuff when yes. you drive through <laughs> and stuff like that. Uh, what's the uh, Reptile Gardens? Yep. That's kind of a fun yeah. place or whatever. Uh, right outside of Mount Rushmore, there's some alpine slides. Yes. Which you're a blast.
1: In Keystone. That's Keystone, South Dakota. Is that
0: the name? Okay. Yep. There's and also there's a train that runs. Oh, dude, the eighteen eighty train. Yeah. Yes.
1: It's That's beautiful. Fun. Yeah. My kids get to do that for field trips. Isn't that amazing? Wow. So you can take it and it goes from Hill City to Keystone and back. Oh, or yeah. vice versa. Mm-hmm.
2: And there's yep. like a little ice cream shop at one of the towns yeah. that you stop at. Oh yeah. man. So great. Yep. It's Probably.
1: our area is very tourist driven. Um, gosh, It's I mean it's just a beautiful area. So a lot of people come there for gosh, We see millions of people, how especially cold and then we, with the, the Sturgis Rally. Like what? how cold
2: will it be like right in the winter time up there?
1: Um, temperatures can be a little bit milder than like here in Nebraska.
2: Sign me up. It's because
1: yep. it's further west. Yeah, you I guess know, that's so true. you're drier. Um, we don't have the humidity that mm. that Omaha oh, and Lincoln have.
2: I'll take that. Yeah,
1: it mm. is really nice. So, like, we'll have hot days, but no humidity, and really cool nights in the summer. It's beautiful Good
2: for fire pits. Rich, that sounds perfect. Yeah, what are we yeah. doing
0: here? Get a couple. Uh, PBRs, Come visit me, Crow Peak Canyon Creamery. <laughs> yeah, we'll go drink those. beer. <laughs> yeah, and go visit. So yeah, all right. Next week we are back on with our holiday beers. So yes. if again, if you find a beer that you like or if there's one that you miss, and we can, we'll try to get it. Yeah, Brian's very resourceful.
2: I got connections. <laughs>
0: Absolutely. Uh, let us know. Uh, make sure you like, subscribe, and follow either through wherever you consume podcasts: SoundCloud, iTunes, wherever that might be at. Make sure you you uh, you follow on there. Is it follow? Is subscribe. It, subscribe. Is That, that sounds that what it is? fancier. Stitcher. S- Ooh, Stitcher. Stitcher. Yeah. Oh, listen! Listen to Dolan now piping up. Over right here. <laughs> There's no beer left, Dolan. There's, we're done for the too day. Too little, too late. There we go. All right. All right, Brian, Kristen. Thank you so much.
1: You bet. Thank you.
0: We'll see you next week.